Hey, Jamie, I've got a question for you. What do you want, Tom? Who's on the podcast this coming Friday? Oh, is it someone big? Boy. Is uh, it a big one? Shall I bother listening this week? Yeah. If I was going to say uh, take. And I would say off no, your trousers. No, no. Take. Me out. No, take. Paddy McGuinness. No, take. Take on me. Take that. Wow. Have a little patience. But hang on, presumably you've only, you haven't got all three of them, have you? Presumably you've just got one of them. Buddy, we have all three of them on the podcast. They've released a new album. It's coming out. They're going on tour. They talk about the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights, on everything that happened in Take the That. The ins, the outs. And they reveal it all this Friday. Exclusively. On Private Parts. That's a big one. I'm going to listen to that. 
things going on. And it's not that I debunked it. I was a bit like, hmm, I'm not sure about this. And then obviously, fast forward a couple of years or so, and I'm eating a fucking huge slice of humble pie. Yeah. Because, but it never, it's not like I was jumping under tables. It wasn't like the Hollywood sort of PTSD that you, right, in the way sure, it manifests. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I just felt fucking down. And I wasn't, wasn't enjoying my job and I was like well, and I was getting ready to go away again which is so it's literally after so it's actually 20 years after you started the army was probably when you first realised that yeah probably yeah about 18, 19 years wow but you've spoken out about how the army has affected you yeah and, and you actually have have, have a, a, a charity um, called Rocks Rock, yeah so we got an organisation called Rock to Recovery that's it so. and it was basically me and a friend of mine who we, we co-founded it we're still we're still involved he's very much operational he's a guy called Jamie Sanderson he's a ledge and um, we sort of both left the military for the same reason we had to leave because we were diagnosed with PTSD and PTSD is something I, I hear about a lot mm. in, 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 in regards to the army <coughs> it's a PTSD. It's a it's a weird it's a weird brand. So for those of you who don't know, it, that stands for post traumatic stress disorder. Um, yeah, can you can you just go? It's into- it's like a brand, but as far, as far as I'm concerned, there's two types. In my opinion, in my opinion, there's two types. You've got complex and you've got single point. Single point is, for instance, if you were in a horrific car crash or something really, you know, you witness something that's not good. Yeah. You obviously have a, a single point that's a trigger, and, and and obviously it affects you. Whereas complex for me is anyone can suffer from it and it's and it's a natural reaction to life really but as an example I'm a soldier I've spent years training to be a soldier waiting to do stuff that was pretty mental then when it happens you're like well you've conditioned yourself subconsciously your mind has been like well I'm getting ready to do something or be involved in something that is abnormal it happens and not really phased by it but then over a period of time and with life experience as well you know getting married getting divorced having children kids are sick can't pay bills car crash life isn't that, it's not, some people call that perpetual stress disorder yeah it's, it's, it's this, that's what I mean everyone's got a different yeah, brand yeah, yeah, but yeah. essentially it's just the, all it is is a normal reaction to so being under life. a lot yeah. of pressure yeah. but, but surely though along the way there would have been those also those sim- what, what was the first type you called it to have the, a singular, the single, yeah, singular short, point I mean man being a Yes, but you were out, you were out there, you know. There is. It wasn't really. It wasn't really the sort of me going. Oh, I wasn't. I, it never manifested its way itself in a, in like a Hollywood way. But you there know, wasn't ever people, one experience or one nah, or two. You know, I'll, there's ones closer to the end of my career that I'll remember. Right. And when I when I left, I went through a period of reflecting negatively, like, oh god, that was horrendous. And you know, right. what about those? You know, what about ever people that were affected by what has happened? And did I make the right decisions? All this sort of thing. It was just it's basically dwelling on the past, which is essentially a mad thing to do because you ain't changing it. That that sounds really healthy because I do believe that to recount events in your life can be beneficial. Yeah. Because there is also maybe an ignorance to to being like or not an ignorance. Ignorance sounds more insulting. I mean avoidance for good reason. Like there will be some things in my life I just don't want to think about. Yeah. And, yeah. and I've actually ends up suppressing, whereas to let it. I think it's a, yeah you're right like avoidance as opposed to acceptance yeah yeah and and you know accepting and using it as a you know you know you look at sports personalities whatever that keep they continually what they call fail 
but they're not really failing they're just finding out what they need to do to succeed yeah you know of I mean? course. And, and how to pick themselves up I might be wrong here I'm picking up an energy that you're almost a bit perturbed by the label of PTSD I am a little bit I am I don't you know there's there are people that need to have labels and sometimes you know and, and it, for the right reasons but for me it was just it was just uh, I went through a, a phase in my life where I probably looked back at things in the in a negative way and I was probably I was like a, a cup of water it doesn't matter how big it was that had been getting filled up to so say that water oh. stress and then it just overflowed I just needed a release needed some time out and needed a you know a break and and be and also be guided in a way that I've learned myself how to manage it being honest with yourself I think that's like I almost that entirely yeah it is it is entirely about if you if if you're acting or feeling in a certain way you've got you got to sit down and look at yourself in the mirror in a in a deep way as much as that sounds as like it's a nose if unless you want to sort of fix it or get get around it or, or whatever it is you need to do you got you got to be like that. actually do you know what because I, I thought I was being honest with myself for a long time and I wasn't. I was just pretending to be. I was like, yeah, I've got I've got something going on, but, you know. I'm, totally. And then in the end, I was like, hang on a minute. Well, it manifests, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Were exactly. there any particular, was there any particular moment, if, I mean, only if you want to share it, where you were like, oh. Yeah, I'd say I was sort of like, I, I obviously knew that I had stuff going on. And um, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was, I was going to see people, but I wasn't really being honest in, a, in in with regard to how I was feeling and what sure. it was that was going on I wasn't being honest I didn't know probably yeah and then I was felt I felt like I was failing at a lot of stuff I'd lost my job that I loved relationships are going down the pan so there's a lack of there's a loss of identity a loss of sense of belonging and then yeah I found myself stood on top of a cliff oh. thinking like right okay well if I'm not doing well at stuff maybe my purpose is done and I should and whether that was me being serious about it I think it was whether I was going to do it or not it was something I needed to do to suddenly be like hang on a minute I find I found that like because of the nature of depression and anxiety and all of that yeah sometimes you can find yourself in that place or sometimes I found myself in that place Mm. and I had um like almost put blinkers on I'd like I it was you you, there's this apathy where it's like no one cares about me you know like Mm. nothing's going right not meant to be here, da 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 da. Yeah. But actually, if you know, if I'd really, like I said, been honest with myself or been honest with people around me, then I start to, it, having to believe that you are important to someone else is a really difficult thing. Yeah. But it's almost always true. Definitely, yeah. You know, I feel like it every now and again. I fucking probably had it last week. Mm. And it's about me going, right, I'm feeling like this and acknowledging it and being like, right, there's, a, there's obviously a reason. And then, I, and, and then I, normally I'll just phone an, a, a good mate and be like, ah, I'm feeling fucking, For real. I'm feeling pretty shit at the moment and I don't know why. I, I've read this book called Letting Go by um, this professor. Heard of it. But he does this thing, or maybe I'm assuming he does this thing, but I'm sure he spoke about it and now I do it, which is that whenever he feels, no, he, he does do this, whenever he feels a, a bit down, mm-hmm. he will actively do the opposite to someone else. So he'll be like... He'll be like, hit someone up and go, hey, think you're great, how are you? He'll do that to, to someone. someone else when he's feeling rubbish. Mm-hmm. 
I've sometimes I feel as though trauma actually isn't that subjective in, in its truest sense, as in some things will shock everyone to a degree. Mm. But I worry that because of the nature of situations that men end up in, there is like when I talk to a couple, when I talk to some of my friends who have grown up in particularly violent estates, yeah, it almost feels as though you desensitize yourself to it. Yeah, or you just—it becomes a new normal. Yeah, it becomes—it's really... it beca- a, it's a coping mechanism for for humans. So you'll see something, and you're like, ah. yeah, and then you're like, I need to get on with whatever it is I'm doing. Life, I can't, I can't respond to that. You can't go into a flat spin about that because I've got to carry on doing other things. Yeah, yeah. So, so you normalize like, yeah. it. You normalize it. You normalize it. Normalize it. It doesn't, and sometimes it won't come back or at all. But other times, you, you might be in a position where you're like negatively responding to things because of what had happened in the past. Now I know I can go into situations where I'm going to be in seeing some horrific stuff or being in some quite hairy things. And like last year, shot a documentary and turned up to a scene and there was a bloke chopped up into pieces. And what? And it, yeah, it was a case of you know. I'd sort of prepare. I think a lot of it was to do with fortunately being in situations, you know, war situations where stuff's pretty horrific. That I was able to be like, right, okay, it's an acceptance of something might happen, and then when it does happen, you're sort of all right with it. And then it's about being being an observer means there's not an awful lot you can do about sure. it. Sure, you talk, you've spoken, you've touched a little bit on relationships. <laughs> On an emotional level, because, you know, because to talk to someone like yourself about a concept like heartbreak. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Heartbreak. I've, yeah, I've, I've experienced heartbreak on a super level, I suppose. I think the breakdown of my first marriage was, I was pretty devastated about that. That cut me up. It probably, not, and, and I would suggest it was my fault. You know, the, sure. I was I was involved in a job that I that pretty much sucks up your, your entire energy. life and time, and I actually, you know, we got married, we had a kid, my kid was not very well, and I saw it selfishly as a as a as an embuggerance, as something that was you know hindering my ability to continue in my career a little bit. Right. I was having to spend time, take time off from work, spend time with those people, and and I think you know I dealt with it in a bad way, but. The thing that I did, the thing about going away, war fighting, is yes, people see it as this uber, uber, uber stressful situation that's horrific, but it's 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 a release. It's a way of getting away from the the, the proper noise of proper life, because it is so cut and dry out there. 
it's yes, there's stressful things going on, but it's it's obvious what the score is. You've got someone trying to kill you, and vice versa. Right, and that's all you've got to worry about. You don't yeah. worry about bills. It's like an escape, and and then actually you come back and you don't, you can't differentiate between certain things, and you don't know how to act because you don't know whether you might cause an argument. What if I say this? What if I don't say that? I've got bills to pay. The the car's broken down. Oh my god! What the, I want to get out there because wow. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I do it, completely. There's a couple of questions that I always ask on a podcast, which are a little bit lighthearted. Well, depending on how you answer them. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're going to do this. Uh, so, straight up, what's your favourite colour? Black. Really? Yeah. That is depressing. That is officially the most depressing what answer. It? <laughs> it's not, is it? I no, like... I'm kidding. I just thought it would be you funny for me it's, to it's say a that. It's slimming colour. <laughs> Firstly, you know what I mean? if we're going to get pedantic about it, black's technically a shade. Oh, it's actually yeah. the absence of light. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was at school it's a colour <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay black alright I get that so that is your colour of choice fair enough what's your favourite shape mountains Ma- oh. I'm fascinated by them and I'm fascinated by their shapes that they create I've just come back from South America so a pyramid I think would be the official mathematical term <laughs> okay pyramid <laughs> but I prefer a more haphazard pyramid oh you want the ruggedness yeah, of I it. like the ruggedness yeah you yeah, need yeah. to have terrain I like it I like terrain yeah. Yeah. I like it the way it's just when you look at a mountain, and I know I'm going on to an object now, not a shape. but nah, it's a shape. But it, when you look at them sometimes, especially where I've just come back from, they're, 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 they're alive. Yeah. They like bleed rocks and the energy, there's energy yeah, coming wow. from them. Okay, I love that. What would be your best period, you'd say, of, of mental well-being? I'd say now. Yeah. I think, I think you know, you could, I could say when I was, you know, younger, but I think you're in a, younger's good, but that's, I was probably a little naive to stuff. I'm probably still naive to a lot of stuff, but yeah. but now I'm, you know, I'm I'm still learning about myself, and I think I'm I've built up a management system in myself about coping with things and how to manage. You know, if you know, if I wake up one morning, I'm like, oh, why am I feeling down? Yeah, for all right. Yeah, and and so I'm not. I, don't get me wrong. I'm not naive to the fact that you know things could come around and bite me in the ass, but hopefully I'll. You know, but that is it. Though. it. But yeah. that's that's it though. Is is the is is to be feel as though you're equipped for that. The yeah. way I look at it is it's just it's just like it's just like strengthening your toolkit, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And and you also know, you know, you know, I know, I know how I might react to certain things, and I know that I'm probably, you know, I'm. Pr- I think I've got seasonal anxiety disorder. Mate, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mate, I've got that for, Mate, for 100%. sure. 100%. If, if I see a spot of blue sky, I'm like, yes. yeah. yeah. No, for real. So, yeah, it's, it's things like that. Yeah, Mate, is. I'm totally with you on that. <laughs> I, I've had to succumb, I've had to succumb recently to how much I've enjoyed routine. And that's been a real pain for me because I've so, I've built up my defense to the world as being someone who can organize chaos. Like I love chaos. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm the same. yeah. Mate, so I I've always, off chaos. Yeah. but then I don't really like it either because I'm like, because it's stressful. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's because you're like so used, it's almost like you build a relationship with a state of anxiety. So it's like, I can, I can do that. And then recently I've, I've got this dog called Spike who I love. <laughs> and um, I've had this newfound amazingness, which is that, if I feel stressed at night or mm. even in the morning, I go, well, I know that tomorrow morning I'm going to get up, I'm walking Spike, I'm getting breakfast, I'm reading my book and I'm back. And then it can be whatever. Yeah. But it, it grounded me. And yeah. I'm like, and I've had to give in. I've been like, oh, it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. I, 
I, yeah. You know? I think I was pretty much similar to you. My family, like, my mum and dad, they're not together now, but they did, they split up after me and my brothers left home. Right. But it was, we, we there was no routine. It was mad, we were all Just over the, but I'm whatever. quite happy that that was the case, because it, You're more adaptable. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't governed by routine, and I think, Sometimes if you're governed by routine and then that routine falls foul, sometimes yes. people, you'll see people just go oh, like, break. and you're like... Yeah, of course. You've got to find a balance. Mm. That's it. That's the, that's, the, that's the thing of it all, and that's what I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to go the other way. Yeah. Well, so another... another uh, we've, we've just done a gig called Music for Mental Health. Are there any specific artist songs, albums that have meant something special to you, have got you through a period of your life, or, or you can't listen to it again? Yeah. Um... I've got like I've probably I would suggest I've got the most diverse taste in music anyone in the whole world ever I reckon that's a big one that's a big one yeah but I can I've listened to sort of I think I, I attribute it a little bit to the military so I've been influenced by older older people in the military so I'll listen to a bit of rock but I'm a big big I'm like huge house music fan Really? Yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. a bit of beefer, do you? Yeah, that I sort of grew up in, an, when I was growing up in Luton, I was, you know, there was it was a time of the raves and and all that sort of. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So Did you, you listen to it when you were. Yeah, yeah. Used work? to used to go to them. Yeah. I do like a lot of cheese. Kylie Minogue. I like. I That's not like, cheesy. I, do, I like. I love. La la la. La la la. Even the early stuff. Early stuff. You know. I don't know any early stuff. I should be so lucky. Surely you do. I should be so yeah, lucky. Yeah, that's like, that's like Kylie Minogue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Bit of classical. I'll, I'll, honestly, my. Who's your favourite classical composer? Mate, I don't even know what they are. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know it. pieces of music. I know pieces of music, and I'm like, ah, that's really good, mate. <laughs> Back. It's exactly what I am. Yeah. Don't even know. Bark. <laughs> bark. I like right. bark, mate. <laughs> I was a big fan of Rizzle Kicks. Yes. Mate, I used to eat so much so that my missus at the time bought me a T-shirt with I love Rizzle Kicks on it. Don't lie. To, true, stop, true story. Oh. People, people used to. Um, they were like, ah, I never, I never saw that coming. You're like this ex. I'm like, ah, they're, they're good. Listen, Rizzle so. Kicks is big in the ex-military scene. <laughs> yeah, is it? Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I've absolutely no idea. I have no idea, but I think if you did want to listen to a song to 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 maybe soothe yourself post-war, I'm pretty sure. Mum would do the hump. Yeah, mate, it's fucking brilliant. Get <laughs> some moves. You've got some moves, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. It actually means a lot. Um, but was there ever a situation that is now only bound by this memory of a, of a specific song? Was I Could Be So Lucky echoing through your teenage years? It didn't, no. Do you know where that... that, that I'll tell you where that song echoes. It, and I wrote a book and it's... And I've, it's documented in there. There was a moment when I'm sat on the back of a helicopter, flying through the night on some going into some crazy night mission. And I've got my iPod in, With like the old iPod shuffle. Yeah. It's just on a fucking. It's not on loop. Yeah, playing lots of. It, it, I, I could be those. listening to. Uh, yeah, they were good. So little simple. Ones. So yeah, simple. Yeah, good for doing training because it's just it's tiny. Yeah, but um, I'd just taken it off, and as I'd taken it off, I'd been listening to Kylie. And I it was, so and it was I should be so lucky, yeah. Whilst you were and in the military. And then as I took it off, the sky erupted and there's gunfire flying through the sky. And it was all in this green haze that you see in the night vision. And that's all I can remember that's in my head. That's incredibly contrasting. Yeah. I should be so lucky. And I was. I got out of there. <laughs> wow. But yeah. It was a, it was a, I don't know why I remember it, but it was obviously because it was the last thing that I was listening to before I put it away. So... But also in that in in on that on that playlist, it would I, there would be it was there would be NWA, there would be Coldplay, there'd be Slipknot. It was 
it was pretty all over the place I feel like Slipknot would be more fitting for a war scenario yeah probably a bit of a yeah. that, whatever it it's is weird that to think that some songs can be more fitting for war is there anything that you do to look after mental health right there is I have like this thing and I've, I've had to say it to myself over and over and over and over again for it to now sort of become second nature. Don't worry about something that hasn't happened, which is what an- anxiety is. Uh-huh. It doesn't quite make sense if you word it like that. Worry You're worrying future. about something that hasn't happened. And then when it does happen, it's too late to worry about it. You've got to deal with it. And that's like enticing chaos, you know. You like to deal with the chaos. Yeah. But whilst you're in that state of not worrying about the future, you know, once something's happened, it's happened, it's sort of the past. you just got to deal with your emotions is be so be more allow yourself to be more childlike and that doesn't mean forget diary dates and shit like that but it means as as an example if if i wanted to walk out the door it would take me about three seconds to walk to the door and off i'll go if i told a kid of 18 months old to go from here and walk out the door it'd take about 45 minutes because it's so interested in everything yeah, else that's yeah, going yeah. on yeah, that it does other things and it might fall over and hurt itself and cry but then in about 30 seconds it doesn't care what happened then it doesn't care what's going to happen in the future because all it does is live in there the now there you go yeah. yeah so it's not so much an actual thing it's more a mindset thing of that um, okay so if you had an, a whole hour which is another another thing we do with, with the I'm Whole campaign is encourage people for at least an hour a day to separate themselves I'd say from the un, the testing conformity of our current life being phones, social mm. media, blah, 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 work. What would you do with your whole hour? My whole hour? If you had an hour. I, I regularly try to do this. And I don't know whether this counts, whether it's acceptable, but I like to train. That definitely, that definitely Train's counts. probably, that is my, that is my, that is my, that's my meditation. It doesn't always work out that I don't check the phone because there might be some things going on that I need to check it for, which is just being a grown up, but mm. which is annoying. But, Normally that. How long do you train for? I try to get a good hour and a half in, but um, and then I make I make a point of getting out and about into the country, and just you know countryside. Yeah, nature. Yeah, I love the city. Don't get me wrong. I'll never. I would never. Mate, want no, to move nature's, away from this, nature is nature is essential. Yeah, seriously. There's something to be said for mountains. Se- no, seriously. In fact, Rock to Recovery talks about this. Mountain, really, mountains, music, and 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 water. There, it would have been great if the last one was another M, wouldn't it? I know, yeah. If you could think, is another is another word for water that is the begins with an M? Moisture. Nice. <laughs> Thank Some you. Some people don't like that word though. <laughs> love it. I love it. Moist. I, I, lo- think is the word I that love moisture. Like. <laughs> yeah, music mountains and moist. Yeah. <laughs> I love Depends it. What Team moist. <laughs> um, Someone said to me the other day about you need to keep your shed in order, and I was like. Well, we literally, do you have a shed? No, no, no. Okay. no. I mean, it would need keeping in order if I did have one. Definitely, same. But sh- I think it was sleep. Mate, sleep is a big one. Like, uh, there's a scale, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a scale that measures uh, depression, or like a level of depression. Mm-hmm. And antidepressants can improve the scale in whatever way by 1.5 or something. But sleep is on like 8. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm not obviously not, I don't know the finite details, but what he's saying is something along the lines of sleep is seven times more effective, I'd say, or six times more effective. I think that in this current world we live in, we underestimate how much of a mental impact technology has on oh, us. Massive. So it's like, so even, so, so, but, but 
the energy can be so specific. So I actually believe that there's a different mental state for not even being. What I find is when I don't have my phone on me, like sometimes I go and walk the dog out of my phone, right? And I'll just have it's my- It's less stressful. And I'll have my, I have a book. Mm. And there'll be times where I'm sitting down in a cafe, I'm reading this book or whatever, and I'm just thinking like, this is almost the truest form of peace. Like, because I don't even have the option of caring about something yeah, else. Right yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, that is an option. Of That's caring about, is. and you look on it and there's loads of shit to care about. Yeah, and I, and yeah. I, I, I would like to think I'm a caring person, but mm-hmm. we do kind of have way too much access to like, continuous trauma yeah. and continuous fun like I feel it in my head I go oh if I look at my phone maybe I'll get a text or email <laughs> <laughs> yeah validation yeah yeah alright well listen Jason absolute pleasure mate like no, genuinely mate, thank great you conversation much, yeah. and, cheers uh, thank you for letting us come in mate no thank you for being part of Whole Truth Podcast no it's a big thing bap you know what I mean I don't know why I said that should we do it's a different cool. one let's do a different exit Jason, thank you very much for Hodge Podcast. Appreciate it. Um, your honesty, openness is important to us. Peace, peace out. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Powered by Spirit Studios.